0: Clayton Hester here from the KFVS Digital News Desk. Uh, Recently, Kentucky passed, or rather, excuse me, uh, has proposed a law about uh, the three strikes law in in reference to uh, violent crimes, in reference to imprisonment uh, for life after that point. Um, In order to get a better understanding of what the law means, whether it passes, what what the implications are, we spoke to Hassan Al-Khatib, He's an associate professor of political science at Murray State University, and so we talked to him uh, about um, about the law. He's an expert in um, community policing and politics and 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 the like, and so he gave us a, a bit of a, um, uh, a look at uh, what this law could mean, whether it passes. He believes it it will, and so we'll we'll talk to him. Um, all right, and so we are talking about this proposal within uh, among Kentucky lawmakers of a three strikes law. And for fo- for those unfamiliar, the idea is that for three violent crimes, uh, anybody that is convicted uh, three times with regards to a violent crime, they they would then be. Um, they would be, basically, that would be life in prison afterwards. Um, uh, is this something that's that's fairly common? Is this something that other states do? What, what, is, what is the situation there?
1: Yeah, yes, a number of states uh, have that. And the reason for it is this public uh, frustration with crime. And uh, as, as to Kentucky and Louisville in particular today, Uh, we've had this irrational sentiment of demonizing old police and uh, attributing to them that they're racist or they're not fair, that they're out to get people, they're out to kill people, which is completely, completely not true. We have in this country about 600,000 police officers, and uh, we we have millions of citizens... Uh, police encounters. And most of them overwhelmingly go without much incident. Uh, The police generally in this country are good. This is not 1950, this is not 1960, this is not 1970. The police are are diverse. Uh, The police have better education. However, a few incidents, unfortunate incidents, have uh, given the false impression that that, uh, the, the police are the problem and uh, you couple that with COVID, with the lockdown, with the unavailability of services, and then uh, you have this increase in crime. And this increase in crime, uh, you have a small percentage of people keep committing crime over and over again. And this sense of frustration that we have this revolving door has led to this idea of three strikes and you're out, Basically, we're done with you, we're giving you more than one one opportunity. You made a mistake the first time, second time made another mistake, the third time this is not a mistake, this is who you are, and therefore you don't belong in society. This is the sentiment behind this law.
0: Okay. Um and so what are there are there any potential challenges with this as far as um is this something that goes against any other laws that may have legal challenges uh, or, or anything like that we'd expect down the line?
1: Yeah, it, it was challenged I think at one point on the basis in other states, on the basis that it's a violation of the Eighth Amendment, the cruel and unusual punishment, and the Supreme Court said it's not. The U.S. Supreme Court said that's not. So it's possible to be challenged on the basis of uh, the state constitution and then that, that would be another another issue. Uh, the The, the the likelihood that, that it will be struck down is uh, very low, actually, uh, on the basis of even the, the Kentucky Constitution. I know the Kentucky Constitution in many, many ways. I'm not a Kentucky lawyer, and I'm not really familiar with the, the Kentucky Constitution, but uh, we had a guest judge. And in many ways, uh, the Kentucky Constitution gives the criminal defendants uh, more rights than the federal Constitution. But I doubt, in this specific uh, issue, it will be a problem for the lawmakers to pass this law.
0: All right, and that was kind. That was the really the next place to go with it. You know, supermajority for Republicans who are proposing this. Um, yeah, is this is this something that we we do expect to see pass and be upheld? I know that you you, you pretty much answered that question, but do you think that that the the course is is fairly smooth sailing then getting it uh, to pass? I think
1: so. Yeah, I think the the issue. I think that they should. When thinking of it, they should think of the cost of this. I mean, imprisoning people for life without parole is not cheap. I mean, it costs money, and as people get older. the 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 medical the the medical needs increase so the taxpayer is going to be paying for them when they're really old and when their threat to society is really low to non-existent so I I think that they should really think long and hard of it uh, like the lifetime without parole uh, for two reasons one is the cost medical cost and the two is a practical reason that they're not really a threat people uh, older people are not Known for committing crime, so you put somebody in prison for a lifetime. Uh, is that a good use of taxpayer money to keep them incarcerated when they're 70s, eight, the 70s and the 80s, the 60s, uh, when we know that this age demographic is not known for committing violent crime? Um, and then there's the impact on the community. I mean, when you take these people, uh, who are parents, brothers. Uh, the husbands from from their uh, family. Uh, there is a price that the family pays as well. Uh, so this is not a magic solution. There are costs involved. Uh, I myself, I lean towards the idea that we should give uh, judges discretion. We should not uh, deal with justice as if it's like a McDonald's. Uh, we want to standardize everything. It's important to give the judges. Uh, to deal with situations case by case and and impose sentence. Like, here the, the the hands are going to be tied. Uh, that they have to mandatory. They have to impose these uh, these uh, sentences. Um, the violent felony. What is a violent felony? I mean, it's one. When people think everyone agrees. Like taking a child, raping them, killing them. This is horrible human being. Like right? that's a horrible human being. But not all violent felonies are of that nature. But all violent so-called violent nature, whether violent felony, what is a violent felony, uh, are considered the same. And I don't think they are the same. But when you have a human being, a judge, somebody qualified to make decisions, who is neutral, objective, does their job, I I want them to decide whether that person deserves to be um, 20 years in prison or lifetime in prison versus a mandatory automatic
0: imposed. All right. Uh, anything else to mention about the, the bill? Anything else that, uh, any other thoughts on it?
1: There are other provisions in the bill. I think one of them that I found odd is that the pe- members of the board, parole board, if they make decisions that, uh, I can't remember the exact language. Let me look here. That if they make inappropriate uh, decisions, then the then the governor can remove them, which I found odd that you'd be on a parole board and if they don't like your decisions, they should be able to remove you here. Um, allows the governor to remove a parole board member who is making inappropriate decisions. So what is what is an inappropriate decision? I mean, if you put somebody on the board. And they, they're supposed to look at what's in front of them and make a judgment call, basically. Uh, so I think uh, that uh, that they're trying. I, I think it's a real problem. They're trying to deal with them, and that's that's a good thing. They're not ignoring the problem. Uh, they, they're they doing something about shopkeepers and uh, using reasonable force uh, to prevent theft because we've seen videos of people walking into a store and getting things and walking away. And they, they want to give them immunity to, to the shopkeepers and employees using reasonable force. But uh, I don't know the consequences of that, uh, if we're gonna have more violence in society. And I'm not sure that businesses are gonna be eager to, to use force, to play law enforcement basically with with uh, the sh- suspected sh- uh, shoplifters or uh, thieves that steal from them.
0: All right, Dr. Isan al-Khatib.